Hey everybody, it's Thursday and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast starring Jig and Riff and Hostel. I don't know what's more annoying, that Riff always does the exact same thing that I do or that you do something so different. <laughs> That's right, we don't have a set. <laughs> yep. How you guys been? Boy, almost nothing has happened since the last podcast uh, Mm. that we can talk about, at least. We're back in that old school, like, there are things going on, but it's all these giant things that aren't going to happen very quickly. And it's aggravating. I mean, also, we've been up Zapcon's ass. I was about to say, Zapcon was a thing that happened very quickly. But I mean, I have done a lot of work on KOL. It's just nothing I can talk about. Mm. You could talk about it, but you would just be spoiling everybody's fun. Today, I implemented seven of nine quests for a thing oh. seven of nine Lady Borg quest yeah, yeah yeah it's good it's like go find a weird face thing mm-hmm. uh have an unattractive haircut uh find a weird face thing <laughs> yeah didn't she have a weird face thing they all kind of had weird face things right yeah but she had something like left over on her yeah, face she right had like, like a star like a like a like a mike tyson tattoo something. yeah, yeah. Something left over. Tattoo of Mike Tyson. Something from left over from when she was, was super. Yeah, from when she was all borged out. She had like an antenna still sticking out or something. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, yes. Okay. Her boobs were cubes. They were. <laughs> she referred to them as her Boob cubes. cubes. <laughs> I did not ever think that that actress was even a little bit attractive. I don't remember her even a little bit. It's so. so weird now. Like, I guess, I guess I can imagine a a culture in an era in which, like, Counselor Troy was hot, but boy, can I not put my dick in that era. <laughs> looking at looking at those episodes now, it's just so weird and date like, like I don't know, man. It was the nineties. It was. I mean, there was time for clacks. Maybe that was what people were doing instead of being attractive. But, like, obviously, I saw women who were attractive in the 90s, right? This is not, like, I just don't get it, man. I watch that show now, and I'm like, why Why did Jonathan Frakes want to bone that woman? That woman is not attractive at all. It's possible that since then I've become gay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that, think that so. Is, that is Occam's razor's choice. <laughs> anyway, Stardate 1990. <laughs> All of our women are weird looking. That's not how Stardates work. Sure it is. That's how they used to work. That's like the AD of Stardates. What is, why is it a Stardate? Is it because we don't, you don't have Earth's rotations anymore, yeah, so you, you have to like, like come a... up with. Universal Standard Time. Uh, You know, it's because one guy who didn't realize that he was doing anything even a little bit important sometime in the 60s decided (laughs) that it would be cool and science fiction-y to say Stardate and then list a bunch of random numbers. I... Like they weren't even in sequence during the original series, right? Wait, like I I don't know. I think it wasn't... I wasn't for a long time that any... anything meant anything. There was that timeline that we saw at the... Yeah, but that was at the... Exhibit in... Vegas. In Vegas, yeah, at the at the Star Trek experience. Yeah, oh, man, I missed that thing. That was a good 
I spent a lot of time just reading that timeline. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was a, it was an engaging waiting in line experience. Only you never really had any need for it because there was never a line because no one ever went to that thing. And Which that's why, why they shut it down. Mm. Did you guys ever read that article about the giant Starship Enterprise that they were supposed to build? No, they had they had it almost ready to go like in Vegas off of Fremont Street. There was just going to be like a massive Starship Enterprise built that would wow. just be a part of the Vegas skyline. Wow. Like that's rad. Like, and like full size, like actual size. I don't theoretically. know that that, that I don't, I doubt it because I imagine that in the fiction, it's supposed to be way bigger than a structure could be. Yeah. It also like, it was going to have to, the dish wasn't going to be unsupported. Like it was going to have these big pillars on it. So that would have been a little weird, but they could have, they could have painted them sky color, I guess. Or you could have made it look like it was in star <laughs> Yeah. Right. Mm. Or like in, I thought that the, the giant facility that they had in Iowa or whatever in the reboot was cool where they were building starships on the planet, which is not at all how you would ever build a starship, but yeah, I don't think that you would do that. It, I mean, once you can warp, right, it probably makes sense to not have to overcome planetary gravity, but to yeah. just use the warp drive to get off the planet. Right? I don't think so you, you can warp with, with near a planet, though. I think that does bad things to the planet. Huh. And maybe well, to you. I mean, no, you know us <laughs> as a species. We would never do anything bad to a planet. <laughs> like it like it destroys the planet completely? Like uh, every time they warp, does it just kill all the space bees? Vaporizes that, all the oxygen. Well, you, I mean, near? yeah, space bee colony collapse disorder. <laughs> You've heard of that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> B colony collapse disorder the next generation yeah anyway uh, that's talking about star trek a lot yeah seven of nine quests <laughs> implemented that's where that started anyway that woman was not pretty i didn't think okay she might have been pre- i mean you might see her like you know, you know a picture of her on the red carpet and like oh okay i get it matches the red drapes <laughs> i thought she was attractive but in she was like very severe looking she just she, she didn't look like, like fun like sports. She looks like sports. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Anyway, sporty spice. That's what I was gonna go with there. Okay. But... Also, yeah. She maybe I don't remember which one was sporty spice. Was that even one of the Spice Girls? I, I don't think know. so. The only attractive Spice Girl was Posh. I the black one was cute too, but. I don't, I don't actually, I never actually saw the Spice Girls as a group. What was the black one? Scary? Yeah. That's not okay. I think they got to, did they not choose their own names? Profiled Spice. Danger, dangerous, old Spice. Man, that can't be the first time that joke has been made. probably not. (laughs) Melange Spice. What other things? Gumdrop Spice. All Spice. Okay, all spice. Mm. She just had a thing that she punched holes in stuff with. Chinese five. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, this set of quintuplets that together make up a <laughs> single up a, spice girl. Very, they're very acrobatic. The so they can, yeah, they, uh, man, stop, stop being racist, guys. Only I'm allowed to be racist. If, we, if you guys start doing it, it won't seem like a joke anymore. It'll just seem like a seem like a company mandate. We'll get kicked out of the BBB. Let's hurry up and finish this show so we can go out on a company mandate. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're batting a thousand. 
Uh, well, do you guys want to ask some of the, do you want to answer? Do you want to ask some of the questions? Riff, do you have wow. any questions for me? Let's just ask questions of the audience. Let's flip this shit. This yeah, shit yeah, flip the script. Okay. What, what question would you like to ask our audience? Um, man, I don't know. I totally wasn't prepared for this possibility. You know, neither of us is ever prepared for anything either, Riff. <laughs> it's not like we sit around briefing ourselves about everything that's going to come up on the course of the show. We just but, think on our feet, buddy. Uh, 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 <laughs> what? When do you like to play Kingdom of uh, Loathing the most would be a question that I would have. Do you, is it something that you play dogs. while you're at work or at school? So, so that's only addressing our one Chinese listener, when. <laughs> And, and the answer is yes. And yes, or I do, do you like play, to play it when you get home? Do you play it at all of those places? Do you have a specific ritual for how you play the game? I guess would be a question. Hmm. I've been really interested in ritual in, in video games lately. Um, in the wrong podcast for that, but uh, like, how does how does KOL fit into your life? Um, did you consciously make room for it? Did you? Did it just sort of fall into place? Is it just a thing you do when you're sad and need some time to pass so that sleep will take <laughs> oh, you? Your comfort game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because like understanding those kinds of things, I think would make give it easier us... for us to exploit uh, our not, audience not and exploit more money. <laughs> but yeah. but yeah. like, make it more accessible for the way that people play the game. I mean, I, you know, at some point we need to, we've got to figure out a way to make KOL more friendly on tablets and phones and stuff like that, right? Like it's. We just have to. I don't think we do. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we could we could just not, right? We could just walk away right that's now. True. We could do that. We, that's true. <laughs> there could be an explosion and we just wouldn't look back. The only thing we have to do is cool pay guy. taxes and die. Not in that. Well, I guess in that order, yeah. No, you can play tax. My grandmother's paying taxes after her death. Oh, yeah? yeah. Like she's filing? Uh, my mom is filing on her behalf, but... Does she have to sign the e-file authorization using a Ouija board? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Because if so, I mean, anyone could do that. No, I'm just super, I'm thinking about other way, like other human verification things. Now it's like, we have to determine whether or not you're a robot. We have to determine whether or not you're a ghost. <laughs> yeah, how would you How would you do that? Like Dead robots? Like, wow, oh shit, you're a robot ghost? We definitely can't allow you into this website? <clears throat> what? <laughs> how would you, how would you, what's a CAPTCHA that would trick a ghost? Oh, uh, you'd put a letter behind the other letter, and if you can see through it, oh, yeah, then you, you know that you're a ghost. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> all ghosts are <laughs> Superman. <laughs> and all letters are made out of lead? What? what like? <laughs> no, the ones in the back are not. The ones in the back are made out of lead. Okay, so, okay. Oh, is that, is ghost, that what the, is that what yeah, the, the Ghost, robot, or Superman. The letting and type. Yeah. This is a new, a new uh, Facebook quiz. Yeah. Are you a ghost, a robot, or Superman? If so, you're not allowed to use Facebook. Ha <laughs> 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 fooled you. Yep. Anyone who took that quiz, <laughs> just delete their account. What about werewolves? Can they still use it? Mm -hmm. Sometimes. Oh, not during the on. not during okay. the blood moon when they become vampire werewolves. <laughs> I, did, well, did I, you guys, I went to sleep the before thing? the before the blood moon. Did you see the, the blood moon? I did not. Yeah. The idea of moving was too distasteful to yeah, me. And also having to stay up until three in the morning when it actually got underway. It was like I was like all like, oh, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss it. And then I looked. Oh, it starts at like nine forty-five and lasts six hours. I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to see it at all. I would rather watch a time lapse of it, which I did. Hmm. 
And I don't really understand it. I don't understand why it turns red. Why does it turn red? It's because of the because of the of blood beasts. Refraction space. of light through the atmosphere. Space blood beasts. Like sunsets, except it's on the moon. Okay, it's a moon set. Yeah, something like that. Quonset. I don't. I don't know science. Um, do you? Do you, Did you think of any questions you want to ask our player base? Dogs. No. Do you have dogs? Player base. <laughs> do, do you have a dog? Do you have a dog? And if so, what is his name? And don't fucking submit your dog's name to the goddamn <laughs> podcast questions thing. You can if it's really good. Do you? But do you like? Puzzles. No, we need to have a separate. We need to have a separate uh, interface for when they answer our questions, because it wouldn't do to have them submitting answers in the questions. No, that's interface. true. So okay. let's use the forum. They can start it. They can start a thread. Answers your answers to today's KOL podcast questions. Okay, where where did you get that shirt? Okay, uh, Plater writes. Is Jick still jarable? I've been uh, checking day after day. Okay, sometimes I miss days and maybe statistics hate me, but I have yet to see a Jick day. Yeah, nothing changed there. <clears throat> uh, Vinny B, stop asking. Yeah, okay. Hexatomb says, oh, wait, no. Hexatomb says, wait, no. Okay, no. fuck, come on, man. How about more mini games? There's plenty of concepts that still work, like, say, the mine. You could fish in a lake, or pick flowers, or loot corpses on a battlefield, or, 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 that's all I got. Ooh, I lied. What about a timed version of memory, or tic-tac-toe bot? I wrote one in school way back in the day, but it starts to cheat after you beat it five times, the jerk. Tic-tac-toe would not... I don't think I would put a tic-tac-toe game in KOL, because tic-tac-toe is not, solved problem. Yeah. not a good game. Um, I'd, I'd object to that the way I would object to... A Towers of Hanoi. Yeah, well, he later suggests the Towers of Hanoi. Um, Dude, no, I know, I know, man. I don't. What game had the had the weirdest most? Was it fucking Knights of the Old Republic? Oh yeah, Knights Knights of the Old Republic had that goofy Tower of Hanoi, but except it was like a this is Tower of Hanoi. It's a real simple Tower of Hanoi, but with a terrible interface, both for telling you what state the towers are in. Yeah, Yeah. it was like doing a Towers of Hanoi and Twine, or like it like the Gostak, the Towers of Gostak Hanoi. Yeah, man, that was Ugh. rough. Uh, and then there was like that. What was it? If you if you took the astromech droid on the rescue mission, mm-hmm. the thing that he had to do instead of a, a bunch of combat was some other weird puzzle. It was like oh, the number sequences. You had yeah. to like do all those fucking number sequence puzzles. Those some of great. which, yeah, but some like there at some point there was one that like there was didn't an make error sense. in it and it just didn't make any sense at all and no one has ever figured out what they were trying how, to how well, yeah what they were going for <laughs> yeah. like so it was just like this goofy trial and error thing, um, you know, I really want there to be a fishing mini game that sort of spans all of KOL, like. There are different places to fish all over the place, mm. and okay, like that's wild fishing. Less interesting in a game where you don't ever really travel, be anywhere, or go anywhere. But like every time I start thinking about that, I think you know I could make a funny fishing. I could make a bunch of jokes about fish, and we could make systems that supported it. But like what it would need to do would be to result in like food that you can eat, right? And no. 
I guess that's the joke is that you can't fish aren't edible and it's catch and release and all you get like okay, well, you all they are is jokes like you we fish have a fish meat I'm just I know tells you a joke and then you let it go and the joke is a potion <laughs> joke is a beer <laughs> joke is just a joke maybe it's just a content vector yeah I don't think that that would I you don't think people would care no no I, absolutely i think that would be a huge huge waste of effort and systems if all it was was a content vector like if you were to say okay this one item drop from this one monster in this one zone is just a content vector then fine or there's this one you know like the tales of dread or whatever but like to implement a system with all kinds of different fishing poles and all kinds of different bait and all kinds of different places to go. And all that is, is a content vector is fucking crazy. Like I was thinking there would just be a single fishing pole. You would just go to each zone and you could just fish in each maybe zone. The different fishing poles give you different kinds of jokes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. There's like a fishing pole jokes. Uh huh. Mm. This fishing pole is made of baby bones. <laughs> X and X and X walk into a bar. A mm. joke. Okay. And it's all just the monsters from the zone. Okay, this is this is getting better. You're starting to sell me on this. Uh, knock, knock, pole. Knock, knock. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who's there? And it's a monster from the zone. Sh- shaggy fish pole. Oh, yeah, the shaggy fish pole. Okay. Well, riff, that would keep Riff busy for <laughs> days. What other kinds of jokes are there? Stand stand up pole. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> um, oh, Burrito Boy is giving us some content for this. Are you not just getting rid of these questions from Hexagon? No, I'm going to get back to them. I just am okay. doing this in the wrong order. Why do bananas like cream and pie? Apparently, the three of them love each other. I thought that maybe that was from Bad Kids Jokes, but then I couldn't find it on Bad Kids Jokes. Hmm. Um, They did say, uh, I did find a pretty funny joke. Uh, What did the man at the ham contest say to you? What? You won last time. You're not allowed here anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good joke. I I think I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but the important part. That it was a ham contest. <laughs> Could be a ham radio contest. Okay, sure. But, I mean, it's not like, you know. Eating. You won last time. <laughs> You're not allowed here anymore. Yeah. It's a pretty good joke. Okay, I thought of some more, says Hexadoom. Casino bingo slash Kino. That, Kino, Kino is, is the worst, the worst game. game. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's not, that's not fun. It's not a game. Right, like there's no yeah, strategy no, to it's it. Basically it's basically like half-hour lottery tickets. It's a paying, yeah, it's a, a paying attention simulator. Uh, and bingo, I don't. That's it's the not, same thing. Yeah, right. Um, chat slash clan slash group based hangman. Okay, that's a game. Sure. The phrase is always, "It was suicide." <laughs> <laughs> and it says Tower of Hanoi sword nothing. that lets you. That lets you play Tower of Hanoi on use for a daily reward. Nothing ever lets you play Tower of Hanoi. <laughs> like, something might make you play Tower of Hanoi. Ugh, yeah. oh, God. It's, it's just... never a reward. <laughs> Man, that fucking wooden puzzle that I hate so much that's on the and that's on the coffee table in yeah. San Francisco. From Nightmare where... and Carew. Yeah. I d- I'm sorry, Nightmare. 
I, I love it was you, not given buddy. to you. <laughs> I know, but, but I hate that puzzle so much. I don't understand. There why. is that because there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of different solution states which are yeah. indistinguishable from non-solution states. And then also there is one sort of magical solution that the right way there's to do two, it was to two. write a computer program to solve it. There which, are is, two, which is what Draken did. Yeah, there are two solutions like that. And then there are hundreds or thousands of other possible ways for them all, all the pieces to fit in, but that's fine. Right, so if there are hundreds of thousands of hundreds solutions. Hundreds or thousands, okay. not hundreds of mm. thousands. Man, that, God, that thing sucks. It's so but it's so dumb. It's not, though. Like, people sit down with it, and they're like, oh, I'm just going to pull these pieces back into this this thing, and then it, it's not as trivial as that. There's a lot There's a lot more things, a lot more configurations where they don't fit back in the frame. It isn't that... Solving it does not result in a more satisfying configuration than any unsolved configuration. That is that is my problem with it. That is a problem with you and not with a puzzle. I don't agree. So if you look at it and you don't know what you're looking for, it doesn't appear like anything special is going on. But when you know what you're looking for, you're like, oh, that's that's a clever solution to this problem. And that is entirely a construct inside your head. Um, for the people who are at home who have no idea what the fuck we are talking about, uh, <laughs> there is a wooden puzzle with um, a wooden frame that holds nine pieces. And the pieces have... They're sort of like cut off pyramids with extra triangular bits sticking out of them. Yeah. And the solution is not like symmetrical no the solution is not visually appealing in any way no like it's a dissatisfying puzzle it is a dissatisfying and bad puzzle and that is objectively true but you don't when you look at a an actual jigsaw puzzle do you care what the pieces look like once you've solved the puzzle i care that the edges are straight yeah the edges of the this puzzle is the frame the <laughs> Then the edges of your jigsaw puzzle are the floor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, that's how. Yeah. I'm sorry that you like this puzzle. I'm sorry that you like things that are bad. No. Having said that, I would kind of actually like a jigsaw puzzle that was designed without without an edge, without without the yeah. You yep. could even just take a regular jigsaw puzzle and just remove and the just outside throw away layer. all the straight edges. Yep. Yeah. That would make puzzles way more interesting. Then yeah. it wouldn't have. I don't think that would make them more interesting at all. Make them way more interesting. So a jigsaw puzzle is not at all interesting as a puzzle. I don't actually think that a jigsaw puzzle, like the way that I use the word puzzle, a jigsaw puzzle is not one. I mean, I'll give you that. It's 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 a satisfying time waste. Like a like a word find is not a game. Can be. I disagree. Like if you have a game, if you make a game in the context of a word find, then it is. But a word find is just a task. Hmm. And like I don't a classic like kids word find sure yeah like a word find no, I'm not talking about your MIT thing where a word find is just one layer it's a three dimensional well, word what, find well, where every, saying, right? like, every layer is a cryptogram with a different I, I think it depends on how you Scooby Doo character how you approach and silhouette it, right? um, like I, a word find where you don't have the word list is interesting right I'm trying to figure out what you're what you're even looking for. Um, I mean, you're looking for words and you do so by sequentially looking at every tile and look at going every direction from it and seeing if there are any words. Right. I mean, that's why it's just not 
Well, but there are going to be random combinations of two and three letters that form words. Are those what they're what they're expecting that you'll find? I don't know. No. That's why it's bad. Anyway, I don't think jigsaw puzzles <sighs> are really puzzles. They're not puzzles that we find satisfying in the classic sense of puzzles. Like if there were, I could imagine making a puzzle that I considered a puzzle out of a jigsaw puzzle where things fit together in multiple ways and what you were doing was trying to get like a confusing diagram into a configuration that made sense, right? You know, if you take two jigsaw puzzles and you just throw them into the same box, that makes it a lot more interesting. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's sometimes even more so because if they're uh, cut on the same die. Yeah, if they're mm -hmm. cut on the same die, so the pieces all fit. That's. Yep. I mean, I think I like the idea of making. I, I think I've seen artwork mm -hmm. that was made by taking chunks of two jigsaw puzzles and assembling them to make it just look like there's a weird portal in this forest <laughs> that leads into the Manhattan skyline or something. And I think that's kind of cool. Anyway, Hexagem also spits out some more random ideas. Some of them are good, so I'm not going to say them out loud. Huh. Uh, let's see. Hexagem says, Jesus Christ. KOL has thousands <laughs> of hours of content, but most of it is optional. I understand that a majority, of it, uh, majority of it comes from items of the month, but any thoughts on expanding the gameplay instead of what feels like catering to dick stabbers? An alternate ascension path, perhaps? Huh. I would not say that a majority of the content comes from... Items of the month. No. I'm thinking, we're saying a, a majority of the optional item content, which I don't think is true. Like the C is not, like that is totally optional and not an item of the month. Yeah. The, the, and the nemesis stuff. The nemesis stuff, the clan dungeons. Um, yeah. I all mean, I the guess side areas that don't, that aren't required for Ascension, although we, we made a few more of them Ascension relevant and or required with level 11 and 12, but then you've been backing away from some of that with the revamp. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I, like <clears throat> it's still required if you want to do things speedy, the, the speediest way. But then that means that there's, you're, you're on one of two ways yeah. to something, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, and all, the idea of an alternate ascension path, I really, really like. What, do, what does that mean, an alternate ascension path? Like... Like if you got a different a set of 11. Of, yeah. Like if you got to choose which of the two level four quests you wanted to do. Or like if it was Batman, but in regular KOL zones, you just had different quests to do in there. That wouldn't really work. I mean, we would have to just make copies of everything with different logic. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's. You don't think of. You don't oh, I think, think of like bugbear invasion is yeah, that's an, sort of. You still have to do all of the regular stuff, right? Except where we make you not have to do it, right? But that's only the sorceress tower. The only thing that you don't have to do in bugbear, okay? Like compared to a normal ascension, like there's no. But yeah, I mean, the the trouble with doing the alternate thing where it's like there are two different level two quests or whatever, it's it's a little. It would be interesting to me to see. How long would it take us to just say, all right, well, these like you just don't get these quests or like you just start out and you have all, you know, you have access to the same pulls or whatever, but you're just in a different place and it's all new zones hmm. from level one to level 12. All nude zones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like how long would it take to make like, you know, four days worth of hmm. content like. How long would it take us to make another 
Ascension arc, like Council Quest arc. All the way from to level 12? Yeah. I mean, it depends on how complicated it was going to be, but it would not take us 12 years. <laughs> true. Certainly. We can, it would take us many months. We can make stuff really fast now. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, the change to the Hidden Temple and the alternate pirates is a great start, but that only added new content. Well, what? Old quests are still tossed to the sidelines. Pretentious Artist, Herald's Hammer, the Hobo and Sluglord maps, and I miss Cell 37. Well, don't go back and do it. Like, what? I don't understand what you mean by... I don't either. Like, we didn't do anything with those. They're still there. Like, maybe an average turn count for each quest available to different levels could allow for alternate paths. Instead of being forced to do the Kerp, you could do something like uh, El Vibrato. Though I honestly don't doubt those average adventure counts match. I only ask because what appears to be a dwindling player base and the lack of new player appeal. I don't think there's a lack of new player appeal. I think there's maybe a lack of new player awareness. Um, if a new player comes in and only hears about how they have to be optimal and 90% of the game is unnecessary, what's the appeal to the newer, younger crowd to experience all the amazing content? I, I mean... The game is for people the, who want to explore it. Though. Yeah, the, quest, yeah. The, the solution to that is to not tell new people that. And that's not a thing that we can do because we're not telling new people that. We're not saying, hey, get through this as fast as possible. We are explicitly telling them the opposite. When they ask for advice from expert players, the expert players tell them that everything that they're doing that is fun is wrong. And that's... That's kind of bullshit. <laughs> that's a problem with the that's a problem with the experienced players who are the loudest, not a problem with the game, I don't think. Also, we need more KOL stickers to stick on things. Incentives for bringing in new players that stick around and maybe an affiliates program. An affiliates program? I mean, you know, most games of this Like if we bring new players, they get something you if we bring if you bring in a new player, we give you something special. Well, I mean, I, that would be a referral program. That might be what he's talking about. The problem with a referral program is it would, it would be one of those systems that was just characterized by its, by its abuse. abuse. Yeah, characterized mm. by its abuse. I got my phrase wrong. Um, I think. Yeah. Probably. You know, I mean, we could just do a thing where if you refer someone and they donate, you get a thing. That would be way harder to abuse. I mean, if you make a multi to get the referral bonus for yourself, multi has to donate. So that's... Right. Fuck, let's do that. I don't know. I don't know if I think that's an okay idea or not. It puts a lot of weird social pressure on people to try to get their mm. friends to give us money, which I don't like. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole, like, if the goal is to get people playing mm -hmm. and what we want is for people to put pressure on their friends to play the best way to do that is by having the game be good right? and be a thing that they're going to want to recommend. To Something that we had talked about a long time ago in terms of just getting the word out there was like integrating people, like having the super optional thing where people could link their Twitter or Facebook accounts or whatever and then buttons would show up for random events that happened and you could like just tweet out or Facebook post to your wall. My gut reaction stuff. is that doing that would be a waste of all of the time that it would take to do the integration and a net negative in terms of the way that people feel about us. I might be wrong about that. I mean, I think the only people that would do it would be the people that were evangelical anyway or wanted to be evangelical and just wanted some way to do it. But it building those systems would cost 
an amount of money. Sure. Right. And I don't know that it and would. And there would be some time because we'd probably also need to like comb through the game and find <clears throat> 110 character chunks that are funny or whatever. Oh, well, I'm not. I don't think that I would ever want to do that kind of thing. What do you mean? I mean, the idea of like you if you found like an item description that you like just having a thing to like post this on Facebook like check out this thing sure. i just got like that's, that's just integrated into desk item right. but i there is no fucking way i'm going to pay somebody to go through and say which of these things would be the most buzzfeed seeming things no, that would I'm fit in a tweet things that would just it doesn't need to be buzzfeed worthy it's just like what what jokes are short you know but i like f- echo bazaar that aspect of it was so fucking gross that I don't think that I will ever be okay with. That whole game was built on that. Twitter, though, right? Like, this is just a thing that. Yeah, I understand. Like, okay. like you, you can't talk me out of the revulsion that I feel at that idea, right? I mean, I, like, because I, I just felt it. Because nothing stops somebody from cutting and pasting content from the game into Facebook, and people probably do it all the time. Right, and this I would... don't think that they do. You're right that nothing stops them from, but also nothing makes them do it because that is not a thing that anyone would do. So putting in channels for them to do it is just wow. weird. That is super strange. You ever but... seen it? Have I? Yeah. No? Neither have I. Why would anybody ever share with us this funny thing called Kingdom of Loathing, which we've never heard of? Right, like they already know. Right, like like none of our friends are going to discover KOL and be excited about it and post about it on Facebook, right? Like, but people who do find the game, who are in these isolated communities that don't know about it and who want to share it with their friends. I I understand the thing that you are describing. I am saying that I do not believe that it happens. Okay. I mean. And there's no way to verify it. So there's no point in doing it, I guess. Man, we have had so many fucking arguments throughout the years over whether or not we should be more aggressive about fucking Facebook integration. And I don't think, I don't think that the work that Josh does in maintaining a Facebook presence for KOL accomplishes a goddamn thing. I don't think that it has done any good at all. It has just been a thing. Like that that is super strange to me. Like there is no difference in the way things are now versus the way they are before we, you have yeah. no idea what what impact like engaging people on a variety of like social media has, right? Like there are there are, are the bound only, to be people that, that are I, reminded of KOL because they see something on their Facebook. The feed only every way once in a that while. you can gauge the impact of stuff like that is to see if it creates change in trends, and it hasn't. We so have, that's that is that so is such y- a specious yes, argument. Y- yes, that, like, okay, God, for fuck's sake, you're right. I guess it's possible that something would have happened that would have just wiped KOL off the face of the map the week after we set up the fucking Facebook page. After all of the fucking arguing and screaming and pissing and moaning that everybody did about the fucking Facebook page, right? You're right. It is possible that if it hadn't been for that, we would be out of business by now, but I don't think so because there is nothing that leads me to believe that. Okay. Or in a more realistic approach, it's possible that 5% less money would have come in or something like that. We have no idea because we don't have any kind of tracking or any kind of like notion of what that would be like, right? Like 
we're so bad at like metrics and business and stuff like that, that we just don't know. And like, right. Which is why I would rather continue to do things that I think are a good idea than do things that biz dev guys will say is a good idea. Like you really need to get this shit on tablets. Like, I just think we fucking don't because I think that getting KOL on tablets and phones would be a shitload of work. It would cost us tens of thousands of dollars and it would accomplish nothing. I like, I just don't believe that I, if it I is didn't preventing spend most of growth. my gameplay time on my phone, I would agree with you. If everyone I know didn't spend a significant chunk of the time that they are engaged with games on their phone or tablet, I would agree with you. But like, it is so obvious to me that that's where people go for a casual game experience now. It's not the fucking web browser, right? Like. Even when people are at work, they're not playing a game in their web browser anymore. They're playing a game on their phone, right? Like, <clears throat> it just seems like that's where we should put a little bit of time and Except effort. it's not a little bit of time. It is a shitload of time and a shitload of effort, and there is no way to do it that I'm going to be satisfied with. We could make another game. We could make a new game that was a fucking phone game in less time than it would take to sanely adapt KOL to a fucking phone screen. KOL, for the people who are serious enough that they're going to want to play it on the toilet, is way the fuck too complicated to play on a screen that small. No one has ever been able to draw a picture of an interface that I felt would work at all for playing this game at that level. Like the idea of like different tabs being the different panes, I don't think you understand how unpleasant that would be to try to play. Like, I know that this is frustrating. I know that this is a frustrating argument. And I know like that Josh got so fed up with me shitting on Facebook for so many years. But like, I honest to God don't believe that we are any better off than we would be if Facebook didn't fucking exist. Like the last thing I honestly believe yeah, I think that the would, last thing we that would we be need, better. I think we would be better off if Facebook didn't exist. There would be less competition for casual game. Mm -hmm play and so like we would be, have a better position in, in the world of casual games right i, I think i don't know that there would be less competition for casual i mean okay like would the human race as a whole be better off if facebook didn't exist like are you saying that like all of those all of the crazy casual games on facebook like farmville and stuff like that you don't think any of those players started playing those games and stopped playing kol i kind of don't wow God, I don't understand how you like how you I, because, view because there are so few forty-five-year-old women playing that KOL. Are playing KOL. Wow, there are a ton of forty-five-year-old women that there are playing are KOL. A handful of forty-five-year-old demographically, women that are there KOL. are way more of those than than are playing, you know, Call of Duty, right? Yes, like our audience is older and more female than most video games, especially the ones that are as old as we are. Right? I don't like, think that we have any way of knowing that. We well, have always all the, believed it. Well, we have looked at the surveys that our player base have, has done because we're not going to do surveys because we don't believe in it, right? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, So when you do a survey like that that's voluntary, what you get is a cross-section of the people who are willing to spend some time filling out a survey, sure. which is not representative necessarily 
Okay, but like, it's, it is representative of the people that are willing to fill out a survey. Sure. So, you know, we can't we can't go to everybody's house and find out how old they are and their income level and gender, right? Time that we spend fucking around with Facebook, which I believed and believe now and i think i will continue to believe in the future is a fucking dead end so do you think that there's time that we spend in putting kol in any way shape or form in any other platform i think like like let's say that like you know what about putting kol in congregate or something like that i think that we could if we put kol on congregate it would fucking suck it would be a shitty version of a thing. Okay. So if you we, so the, so the answer is there is no there is no portal that you feel like KOL could could be attached to that it's would not, be valuable. It is not that kind of game. That's the problem. What what do you mean by that kind of there game? There is no other game on Congregate that is anything like KOL. There okay. is no other game. So, and that's a bad There thing? is no other game with a with a tightly integrated chat, which would be next to Congregate's fucking chat. Okay. That, like... I, I'm... And... <laughs> this is a bad thing, I guess, is my question. Right? Like, <clears throat> the idea that you would be unique in a space and that might be worth exploring is a bad problem. I, I'm, I, I am just mystified. Like I, we want to expose KOL to people that have never played it before. I think like that is, that is an assumption that I, that maybe I'm wrong about, but like that's, I, I, I'm under the assumption that we would still like to have new people and that we haven't saturated all of the people that will ever possibly play a KOL and that there are like, you know, there are tens of thousands of, of kids being born every day that, you know, could, could see KOL and be excited by it. Like, you know, even if you ignore all of the, the other like adults that, that might've missed it, there are just like kids growing up that would potentially be interested in it, but they aren't going on the web looking for games, right? Like, Right. Or they're not going to random websites like ours, at least. Every effort that we have ever made to advertise or promote this game has been an abject failure. Except for the one thing, the one time, ten years ago that we went to Comic-Con and it resulted in some additional signups. Like, every dime that we have ever spent has been one one billionth as effective as one guy posting a thing on Reddit. We cannot do it on purpose. We don't know how. And wasting a bunch of fucking money trying to cram KOL into a bunch of fucking boxes that it doesn't fucking fit into without being bent into an in, an irrecognizably shitty shape is going to help us. Like, you you look at me with this fucking smug grin like it because is so fucking easy. Just put KOL on a phone. Get on a phone, dummy. No, Get on Facebook, like, the dummy. Statement like, put in Facebook integration, dummy. The statement that like we have never been able to do it on purpose and so nothing is ever going to work is just like this just crazy defeatist attitude that like, of, well, if, if you if you never 
If you never try it anything, not, of course it's not. It is work. not defeatist to to rationally decide to stop wasting limited time and money doing shit that has never worked. That is not defeatist. Well, you don't do the same thing. Like we have never. All of these things that we're proposing are things that we have never done or tried before, right? Like that's that's what I'm just confused about, right? Like. There are all of these like trends in the way that people are approaching, you know, content and the way that they deal with computers and entertainment and stuff like that. And we have not, we've not budged from where we've been for over 11 years, right? Like, because changing significantly is going to alienate the people who pay our fucking rent. But we're, we don't change but we can't put kol on a fucking phone without changing it it doesn't make any fucking sense on a fucking phone someone else would have made an iphone interface for kol if there was a way to do it that made any fucking sense if there was a way to do it that made any fucking sense and wasn't going to cost way the fuck more money than it makes any sense to spend on it someone would already have done it because we don't stop people from doing shit like that. Like, the interface that people want, who are experienced KOL players, looks nothing like anything that we would ever produce. It looks like fucking Mafia, right? And they've done that, and they've maintained it, and hundreds of thousands of man-hours have gone into making that thing what it is, because that is what people want. If it was possible... I, like you could, I could sit down and I could write up a document for a KOL phone game. And mm -hmm. if you said, Hey, I think that we should dedicate three months and 25 grand to trying to make a new MMO that was KOL themed and optimized for phones. I would say that sounds like a thing. That sounds like a thing that I could imagine being good. That sounds like a thing that I would be willing to put some time and some money into if we didn't have a bunch of other shit going on. But to say, put KOL on a phone, I will continue to say that it doesn't make any fucking sense. It would be a shitload of work and a shitload of money that would result in something that was fucking garbage. Okay, I guess I'm super confused as to what the place spindler is all about then. Like, isn't part of the point of that so that we can be more portable and eventually switch to other platforms? Like, I, I thought that that was a direction that we were fucking going. A mobile interface? Sure, fucking fine, but not a concerted effort to it's it. No one is going to use it. I'm doing it to shut you guys up, but it is a fucking waste of time. Wow. I am 100% certain that getting KOL onto phones and tablets is a fucking waste of time. Hmm. Like, I, ugh. so yeah, I mean, I, I, it is, it's just, it's super frustrating arguing with you about this because, like, We've had hundreds and hundreds of people ask us about mobile interfaces. Like, can I play, can I please play the game on my phone? Can I please blah, 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 or whatever. And like, I gave you a budget to fucking do it. And I asked Chris to do it. I wrote up a design doc and just nothing happened. He did like, like no one will do anything unless you are behind it. And like, you're not, you're so obviously not behind it. Like. I, Chris does things that I'm not behind all the time. If he thinks that they're a good idea. Okay. Because because he and I are the ones that have to implement this shit. And everybody else are the ones saying, we should do this. We should do this. It would be so easy. It would be so easy. This is a good idea. Without being the people who have to fucking make it happen. And all of the people who would actually 
have to come up with and do the work to make this thing happen, don't think that it's a good idea. And I don't know what else to tell you. Like, this is a fucking great show. (sighs) Where'd you get that shirt? I don't remember. I think my ex-wife bought it for me. And you didn't like burn it? It is a a good shirt, I guess. It's a good shirt. It's brown. Really brings out the red blood (laughs) pulsing through this vein that's popping out on my forehead. (sighs) I'm I'm sorry that I think it's a bad idea. Like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you you have this attitude that people, yeah. like. I, I think it is, it is obvious that a lot of people spend a lot of time with their phones now, right? And there have been a, a bunch of people that have asked us for a, a better way to interface with KOL on their phones. People do play KOL on their phones. It's just a pain in the ass, right? And so if we could provide them with that, I think A, it would help with retaining the customers that we already have, and B, it would be a, a way that we could tap into a market of people that only ever play things on their phones, right? And that second one, uh, like whatever path you see, between now and that result might as well be on fucking Mars as far as my ability to imagine it. Hmm. Like, do you want there to be a KOL app in the Apple app store? I think that would probably be the easiest way to do it. No one would ever see it. It's possible. I mean, it's possible. The, The thing is that like somebody comes to our webpage, maybe, and signs in. I was like, oh, this is fun, but I'm just never going to play this because I'm never at my computer, right? Like, it is possible to get somebody to make an account, but then we lose them, right? If they're never going to be at their computer, why are they at their computer? Uh, they're occasionally at their computer, but they're not going to remember to play. Whereas if they had an an app that was like, you know, they, they say, oh, remind me to play my turns tomorrow. And it does. Uh, you know, like, that's a thing that could happen. Right? Like... I think that's a thing that someone could make if they spent a shitload of time and a shitload of money. It, and I, I, and I, have I don't have a sense of, faith I don't have a sense of how much anything. it would cost, right? Like, I don't, I don't know how long it would take, right? And I think it's possible that we're the only ones that could do it because you couldn't, as an outsider, restructure the game enough to get it to run well in a, in a smaller screen like that, you know? Well, maybe someday we'll have something else we can sell on phones and tablets. Yeah. I think that pivoting to being a mobile developer is a fucking terrible idea for the company. I think that space is not one that I want to be in I don't in think exclusively. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, and I also wouldn't, I wouldn't say that that's where we should spend all of our time and energy, but like... Uh, Zeklan says, good show, meaning the entire game. No, I know. I know you didn't mean this radio show. 
Uh, howdy, Jake, says Melon. I've been playing a bunch of Bad Moon lately, and all the class revamps have proven themselves to be really excellent. Before, buff stats were king, and every class had to focus on raising their stats as much as possible, while missed classes flailed around helplessly. But now every class can take on fights by using skills, and that's cool and fun. Skills being half the cost also gives you the freedom to buy and use quality of life skills, too, which is awesome. Even the Sorcerer, traditionally the worst Bad Moon class, can just about take on the Friars at level 6 now, before they had to wait until level 7 to even start it. Removing the strong focus on stats also means you have no longer have to play Heartbreaker Hotel Roulette to get the must-have COD piece. It can be safely ignored now and treated as the cool bonus it was always supposed to be. Thanks for making this cool and fun game even more cool and fun. There, that wasn't a question. Yeah. But thank you. But it was a thanks. Yeah. Storm Dragon says, why is Avatar of Sneaky Pete's tattoo a bra? Because uh, boobs are awesome. Ivy Mutant <laughs> says, can you please change it so the puppet strings don't work on you if you've slash ignored the person trying to use the strings on you? I think that doing that would eliminate all of the, the appeal yeah. of yeah. the puppet strings. They have worked remarkably well as an incentive to PvP. Yep. And anything that gets in the way of that gets shouted at a lot. People were so convinced that protects your junk was gonna ruin the make game everyone hate us yep and nobody ever complained about it except for pantsless i don't think then he he almost like quit playing that sucks guess we shouldn't have done that uh nesman says i was looking at monster phyla and it looks like the booty crab that you fight with captain caranch's map is a beast instead of a fish could this be changed other crabs are fish and this would give us a way to fish dna give us a way to get fish dna without scuba gear i'm trying to think of a reason we want fish dna while in a path that doesn't allow access to the sea but i can't come up with one still it feels like the <laughs> crab has been excluded from its family yeah that's weird i mean i guess i understand why the crabs underwater are fish but we could also make them beasts that's easy yeah is a seahorse a fish or a beast? I don't know. Like, I feel like a sea cow is a fish and a beast. <laughs> a mean, crab I... is a decidedly not a fish, though, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess the plants and stuff down there are plants. Yeah. Do crabs breathe water, though? No, they don't. They, on they only breathe air. Crabs are not amphibious. I have no idea. I, know I that think crabs have gills. Aren't they giant insects, basically? Hmm. Bugs. Can crabs breathe underwater? Yahoo answers. Oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> crabs have gills. There are different hmm. kinds of crabs. They can definitely breathe underwater, according to uh, some Yahoos. Yeah, according to, to Larry A420. <laughs> mm -hmm. Larry A420. <clears throat> uh, Psyche says, why do you suppose negative comments feel so much stronger than positive ones? Is it because having things go well is sort of default, so negatives are much farther from the norm? Or is it just too easy to assume that positive comments are polite fibs? And do you have any insight about how to get over the string of negative, or get over the sting of negative feedback and just treat it objectively? Well, I mean, drink. Negative feedback is useful. Like, we're not talking about like negative feedback loops. We're just talking about negative feedback, right? I mean, positive feedback is reassuring, and I guess maybe you need that, but like negative feedback is more likely to help you and so you're it depends on the feedback on the way that it's phrased like i feel like there's a lot of ways and that how much actual constructive derail yeah has. well sure yeah. yeah yeah i don't know i just gave up <laughs> uh acm says 
Holy crap, interface fail. I'm in my fifth or sixth avatar of Sneaky Pete run and only just now discovered that I have still access. Why on earth would I ever click on my work shed? I decide what's in there at the end of a previous run, being all hardcore, so it never occurred to me that there would be anything else to discover. See also, cough palindome. If I hadn't been looking at the wiki page for my workshop in order to better mold the item of the month, I never would have learned this. It does tell you somewhere in the text about it, and I decided to have that be a thing that you could discover and be surprised by rather than a thing that was like, you know, because we had talked about like, with Jarlsberg, it was such a key feature, like the cooking stuff was such a key feature of it that we gave you a little quest the first time you did a Jarlsberg run that made you go in there and and see that you could do it. Um, But I explicitly decided not to do that with Pete because I wanted it to just be a bonus thing that you either discovered by poking around or somebody told you about. Um, So it's still a still surprise. Yeah. Uh, Diabolico says, I just listened to the 4-7 radio show on the topic of player economy and games. Essay follows, delete if uninteresting. Uh, the mall is a central feature of KOL to me. I started playing KOL before I had ever played WoW, and I experienced no end of economic pain in WoW that would have been solved if the auction house were not a terrible crime against human decency. So that makes it very difficult for me to take this seriously. Yeah. The WoW auction house was the, great. The WoW auction house is fucking fantastic. So it's the, the best implementation of something like that that I've ever seen. The auction house model came to be at a time when eBay was the only functional online buyer-seller marketplace, and I can see why they thought it would be a good idea, but the nature of an open, nearly frictionless market with time-unlimited listing capability is far superior. Okay, so that's not true about eBay being the only functional online buyer-seller marketplace. Like, there was Half.com, which ultimately became a part of Amazon, which was exactly like the mall. Did, did that become Amazon? I thought half up, half was an eBay thing. Half.com, I thought, got bought by Amazon huh. and became Amazon sellers. Oh, okay. Or maybe it got by eBay and maybe it was eBay and... I don't remember now. Yeah. But you, you very much could mm. just list things for sale and ship them. Like, eBay was not the only way to buy and sell things between people on the internet so i like uh, anyway in a sense putting in a useful marketplace might hurt those games because it would let market forces expose their game for the uninteresting time-wasting engine it is by ranking the value of items based exclusively on the time cost of farming them i mean the mall does that with kol stuff it's just turn cost instead of real world time cost like there there is so much there is so much like internet bitterness about Wow and Diablo in this essay that it's that it's difficult to extract the points in it. I'm that, sorry, I'm being uncharitable here. D3 is far better off without their marketplace because D3 is a machine for generating non-fungible items with a high granularity quality slider. As a result, 90% of everything that ever drops is complete garbage when exposed to a market that provi- can provide gear in the top 10% at trivial expense, and the 10% of things that you get are that are worth a damn are probably good for someone else, not you. No, I definitely agree. That the situation with Diablo three, when it had in loot 1.0 and the and the and the auction house, was not great, but <clears throat> I still think that the loss of that auction house was throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I, I mm, it's hard for me to say definitively because I, I I wonder what it would be like to have an auction house in loot 2.0, but I think most of the problem with Loot 1.0 was Loot 1.0 and not the auction house. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like, so I think you could have done some stuff with the auction house that eliminated some of those problems too. Like, mm-hmm. the the problem was that, like, the game was capable of generating 
an extremely large variety of things. And then all of them were for sale. And that shouldn't be. Yeah, that was, yeah, it was extremely difficult to parse. <clears throat> Plus the, just generally well, the but fact I mean, it, that- You could buy, you could always get exactly what you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Which is not yeah. the case in the WoW auction house right. at all, right? Because WoW is not a machine for generating as many items as possible the way that Diablo is. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like maybe only legendaries should have been sellable at yeah. auction Mo- like the, only legendaries and commodities and that, that would have been fine so much stuff that you want in in wow is not at all tradable is is a huge difference between well the but they i mean they 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 go back and forth on some of that stuff right like a lot of the times there will be like something that you need at the high end that you have to get from a leather worker or whatever. And they, and they, they go, they, they, they ease onto and ease off of that, like on an expansion by expansion basis, which is great. Right. Because then everybody gets to be pissed off at this. Yeah. They kind of, they kind of alternate. It'll be like tier 12, there'll be an equivalent leather worker pants, but tier 13, all of it is raid gear. And then tier 14, there's something you can get that's as good from a blacksmith and things like that. Something that, so I do feel like, like when Tobold played KOL, he, he like emailed me and said, man, I, it kind of sucks that your economy just gets ruined by donating like the game economy gets so broken by donating because what he had done was he had donated sold a mr a for meat and then he was like now i can afford everything Hmm. right the mall is not necessarily true he just didn't know that he he didn't know that the things that are important to those optimizers are not things that you like what he was like what he saw was selling a mr a and having a mr a's worth of meat like quintupled his turn gen because he can suddenly buy the best food instead of farming the ingredients and selling it. Somebody still has to farm them and sell them. But because KOL's market is so unrestricted, there is a kind of a race to the bottom on some of that stuff. And it is very, very difficult for us to create things that are economically interesting in that, the middle that people get to range. interact with because like there's ultra rares but that's that is not something that you are likely to encounter as a player except in and it's like economy. not something that you can work towards doing on right. purpose like something that you can work towards doing on purpose and and then sell for meaningful amounts of meat it's it's tricky you know we we do it like we we pull it off every once in a while but what will also often happen is we will think oh we need to make this like fun and friendly for people but what that's going to do is result in all of the tradable things in it just being in the mall at mall minimum yeah what i wish that we had done was for thirty thousand meat you bought a mall store that could have 10 items in it and then for Mm. another ninety thousand meat you could expand 10 more more, and then for another three hundred thousand meat these are ridiculous i really wish that we had done that that's a really good idea yeah um but you know we can't do it now. But yeah. what that what that would have done is it would have priced the more. It would stop casual people from like, oh, I got thirty thousand meat. Now I'm going to dump everything that I own in the mall and yeah. thus make it so all of these goods. Like there's never anything interesting that happens at the low end, right? Because you can't compete with or meaningfully interact with what is effectively an infinite supply. And it would also be nice if we could 
have the auction hall take a cut. Photo proto neutron torpedoes had an interesting day. Today? No, just once. Yeah. <laughs> right, like they're like we can create weird blips, but it's, we can do, and by but by doing that, what we, we also, do is we yeah. create hoarders. We do. Right? We make it so you never ever get rid of anything. I mean, which is fine because that controls the liquid meat supply a little bit. The fact that a lot of auto cell value doesn't get converted. Right. You know, it, it's there is a perfect world in which there is a version of Diablo that has satisfying loot drops from a single player standpoint and also has an interesting player economy. Like those things are not part and parcel of an overall bad system. It's just that the particular implementation of them created a lot of complaining. Mm-hmm. I didn't like after and I and I I told you I told you all that this was going to happen mm-hmm. listeners after the first couple hours of constantly getting upgrades from monsters that drop shit Diablo 3 is entirely back to the almost everything that drops I'm just going to vendor sell right I would vendor sell it instead of throwing it in the auction house other people would throw it in the auction house so I guess they did solve that problem hmm. but it's like I never get normal yellow items that are meaningful upgrades. All I am doing is hoping for a legendary to drop. So all they've done is like, you know, borrow from Thursday to make something interesting happen on Wednesday. Like it's, Hmm. it it has kind of run. I mean that you are getting legendaries that are tuned to your spec, which is interesting, I guess. But what I wish was happening is that, Legendaries dropped more frequently, but required you to find someone who wanted them that they were good for, right? Like, I think what I kind of want is an auction house where only legendaries and gems are for sale. Like, gems are a huge pain in the ass now because you can't just buy them from other people, Yeah. right? So they're crazy expensive. They're, they're this really, really cost prohibitive to combine gems. At this point, it's like hundreds of thousands of gold to get from what to combine the gems that drop just on the ground in mm-hmm. the expansion. It is hundreds of thousands of gold to combine those into the next tier up like from in the game itself. It costs, yeah, yeah. Wow. That's always how that worked. I thought that they cut those costs way down, though. Uh, they might have at some point. I mean, because wow. they all it those those costs weren't acting as a meaningful control on the right. prices of the gems on the commodity market because higher level gems still dropped right. at higher difficulties. And I think that they, they've sort of like, okay, well, we solved that problem twice by making it so nothing higher than this category drops. And, you know, you know, it's it's interesting, I guess, that there are tiers higher than the highest tier that drops and that they are pricey to get to. Mm-hmm. But they are so pricey that I cannot imagine ever really interacting with that system at this point. And probably somebody would say 200,000 gold is nothing, but like, you know, 200,000 gold took me a couple hours to get. So it was something like, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll check it out myself and see what I think. I've just recently finished dark souls two, So it is getting time to uh, check out Diablo three expansion. They haven't played it at all. I, I played the demo or whatever. Mm. But uh, I haven't. I haven't the demo. That. I didn't know there was a demo. Or not, not so much the demo. I, I played. I played through uh, hard difficulty 
in between when they put in Loot 2.0 and when oh. the expansion came out. So okay. yeah, not exactly a demo, but... Um, what was I going to say? There, I, like... I do think that KOL's economy would be more interesting if it was a little more restricted. Um, but people respond very, very negatively to restrictions being added to a system that used to be more permissive. Um, yeah, I agree. I feel like there's a, there are a lot of things that would have been cool had we... If we knew then what we know now, we would have changed, I think, the system a lot. But Yeah. I mean, of course we didn't. This is why we need to make a new MMO, a phone MMO, with a simpler interface. This is why we need to make some kind of magic time travel brain drug that will let us know now what we would have only known in the future. That too. Elfin says, I would ask the question, where else can I find a podcast that provides such thoughtful, heartfelt, and hilarious insights on game design? Yeah, boy, today's been hilarious. Uh, I mean, but I know that no other such podcasts exist. Definitely heartfelt and thoughtful. So instead, I will just say thank you for providing so many years of a thoughtful, heartfelt, and hilarious podcast on game design. Well, come on. There's others. There's way more. There's smarter people than us having conversations like this. Dogs. Um, Vernace, what? <laughs> I was going to say, but we are in the trenches of game design in the way that some other podcasts that talk about games are not as much. Sure. Well, we're in the trenches of a particular thing that is going to be particularly resonant with a particular audience, which is the audience of that thing. Well, also. but also we get the luxury of dealing with a bunch of high level design decisions and discussions all the time. Whereas a lot of other game developers have that for a little like while. You make those decisions once and then you yeah. spend nine months yes. figuring out how to animate your 9 million poly rig to right. do a thing. And yeah, that's, because that is we're that's really one of the, spoiled yeah mm. we're super we're super are <laughs> and maybe that's maybe honestly that's one of the resistance to like a thing like a, a mobile app or whatever like that is like that is something that you have to get your nose down and like grind in the trenches for months to like really polish or whatever and you're like in that time i could make you know whole new quests and that would be super happy like like exciting for making so much happiness right exist. and that's and that's i mean that's what the, like if you consider us, which I do, to be an engine for converting labor into happiness, mm -hmm. like spending labor, risking, spending labor for the chance at an increase in the overall audience for it, when... Which it would increase overall happiness. It would of, if it worked. Utilitarian it scheme. would if it worked, right? But... Yeah adding stuff, doing the stuff that we do while it is not going to be sustainable forever. Right. Because like the game is just getting old. People don't do this for this long. Sure. You know, but just because they don't doesn't mean we can't. You know? Again, I mean, I guess if you want to just assume that no one we, that we can't generalize based on things that have happened in the past. Right. So I know that like I know that if we made another clan dungeon instead of making a mobile interface, that mm -hmm. that would make a bunch of people happy. It's true. Right. So that is a surefire way to turn labor into happiness. That is a surefire way to perform our purpose as an organization, the conversion of labor into happiness. 
trying to do businessy shit, like expand into new markets, right. might create more happiness, or it might not. And if it doesn't work out, like, I, you are not even going to be able to see the horse I am on telling you guys I told you so, <laughs> because that horse will be so fucking high. <laughs> also, I will be so fucking high, because I'm assuming this is going to happen on Easter. Um. Renatio says Easter, on Easter is on 420. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, hey guys, I just wanted to say that I bought Word Realms today and I am loving it. It's a super fun game with a neat concept. Thanks for making yet another awesome game. Well, Yay. thanks for thanks for playing it. Tell all your friends. Yeah, tell all your friends. How about you do it on Facebook and Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> guys, let's go have some drinks. That'll yes. put us in a better mood. I'm sorry that I'm I'm sorry that I am so shitty about this. I'm sorry that I pushed these but, buttons because, like, it, like, like I, you, just, you, I'm doing this not to be mean, but no, because I, I honestly believe that I am right, and I know, and I know that, like, and I honestly <laughs> believe that, like, I'm right, and so clearly we're we're at an impasse. Well, but I mean, the thing that you need to do is convince, Chris, like, when Chris does work that's not for us, he does shit that he hates and is boring <laughs> and that he thinks is a bad idea all the time. So you can, if you can convince him <laughs> to hate his job, yes, here do something, do something that like. He's he's meddled every now and then with some with some mobilenesses yeah. and like it, each time it gets a little bit better. Ugh, man. Well, <laughs> it's better now than it was before. Is it? Yes. Every time I click that thing, I'm like, "What the fuck is anything on this screen?" And I'm like, "How how do I turn this off? How do I turn this off? I have no idea what the fuck any of this is." I've never actually tried it on a phone. Really? I don't log into KOL on my phone because it is so God very, awful. very difficult for me to type my password on a phone keyboard. Right. So I just don't do mm. it. Right. So I, I like That's, that would be another reason that an app would be helpful would be that like you would you could embed credentials. Right. Yeah. I think we figured out a way to do that. Securely. Probably not. Okay. I mean, nothing is secure and it doesn't matter. Sure. That's what we've learned well, from all of these tragedies. I don't know that it I don't know that it, it doesn't matter is something that we've learned, but nothing is secure, that's for sure. I, I mean, there's the yeah, okay. Like I don't know, man. Je, like Jenny McCarthy is more of a threat to the world than anything having anything to do with cryptography. <laughs> That's a pretty good quote. Yeah. Now okay. we just need like a she's, book or a box that we can put that sure. quote on. She's backing off apparently from the anti-vaccine yeah, movement, but nobody's uh, buying it. Yep. Which sucks, you know, because like people can learn. Yeah, things you can and learn things and change your mind, but boy, can you never, you know, stop being McDonald the sheep fucker or whatever. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Uh, All right, okay. drinks. Yeah, and uh, food. I'm real hungry. I'm super, we're gonna super have hungry. Some, we're going to have some chips and salsa and yeah. some burritos mm, and some margaritos and some enchiladas <laughs> and some taco, taco, tacos. Taco, taco, taco. All right, at the sound of the taco, <laughs> please flip the record over and listen to Video Games Hot Dog. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>